Welcome to another edition of Minot Matters here on The Dakotan. I'm Jonathan Starr, and today I am joined by City Councilman Scott Burlingham, who is also the co-chair for the Human Relations Ad Hoc Committee uh, that has been meeting now. They've had their second meeting uh, as of August 29th. So first off, thank you, Scott, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to come in and, and chat a little bit, Jonathan. Yes, really appreciate it. First off, tell me a little bit about your background. Um, you've worked at Independence for several years? Yep, yeah, I've, I've worked in, in the disability community okay. in one form or another for, you know, my entire career. I've uh, been at Independence Incorporated as the executive director for th- almost 13 years wow. now. And, uh, you know, in that organization, we help people with disabilities of all ages to live full and complete lives within the community. What, what kind of pulled you into that direction? Uh, um, you know, some, some personal reasons. I, I, okay. I had a brother, unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago now, but he uh, has some pretty significant disabilities. Um, when I was going to school, I had a learning disability that um, took me a little bit to, to kind of learn how to learn, right. if you will. Yeah. Um, so some personal experience with it and just a real, just as I, I think an internal desire to serve people in community. My father was a U.S. Marine okay. for 27 years, and That's that incredible. wasn't my path to service, but I yeah. found another path to service. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's incredible. Um, it creates an inter- interesting perspective for the topic that has been getting a little bit of uh, making waves in Minot, and that's the, the Human Relations Committee mm-hmm. or the Human Relations Committee ordinance um, that first came up in April. Um, does your view or your perspective on this ordinance and on this committee, is it directly affected by the role that you play at Independence or in, for the last several years? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, in, in looking at people with disabilities, traditionally they have not been, they've been sort of a marginalized population, whether it be, you know, if it's something as literal as the fact that they were institutionalized for a large part of our history All right. to the fact that they maybe were denied a, a free and appropriate public education or the fact that they have not been employed and participating in our community at a rate the same as non-disabled peers. So I, I think that I've learned a lot through that job about the importance of engaging people right. um, in order to bring them to the table and in order to make us a stronger community. And I, I really think that those lessons that I've learned through my experience as a disability advocate have played an important role in this. Right, which it seems like it is incredibly important. You're one of two people on the Human Relations Committee, uh, the ad hoc committee that's in place now, that has sat behind that dais there at the new city council hall or chambers for most or all the meetings concerned with this human relations ordinance, you and Lisa Olson. Did you anticipate the level of feedback that this issue has received going into it? (laughs) I I don't think so. I guess maybe I shouldn't have been surprised because I know that we live in a very politically divisive environment right now where people are, are, you know, engaged at, and sometimes at a, at a very, very high level. Not that there's anything, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being highly engaged, but maybe mm-hmm. I was surprised with some of the, the tenor of it, if you will. Right. Um, and, and so I, I think that if I was to go back in time to April when we first started talking about this, I probably would have taken a slightly different approach even back then. And and, and this was a bill that, as you know, um, Alderwoman Evans brought forward originally. Um, yeah. And I would have probably taken a very different approach from that very first meeting, knowing what I know now. Right. But you don't get to put the, you know, <laughs> as they say, the toothpaste back in the tube once it's out. So. <laughs> Absolutely. That's very difficult. Yeah, it's been interesting, as you mentioned, the tenor of the discussion. Um, if we had an interview with the mayor and I asked him like, were you surprised by some of the stuff that was being passed back and forth? Because it just seemed like it almost got a little bit personal rather than just talking about the ordinance and what the goal is of that ordinance. Um, very unique there. Yeah, for sure. 
So moving forward to the two meetings, there's been two meetings. One was on August 5th. The other one more recently on August 29th, sorry, 15th. And more recently on August 29th that have taken place so far. Um, it seems that there's a little bit of a developing storyline that has happened in both of them where there's been a lot of discussion that's happened before we even get to the first agenda item. Perhaps the first agenda item role has been called, but, but, but before we actually get to the items that matter on the agenda, there's a lot of discussion that's happening. Uh, what's your thoughts on that first off? So, you know, I, I don't, anytime you're doing a public meeting like that, right. I think it is important to, to the best of knowledge to stick to the agenda. Right. But, but at the same time, I think that, you know, the, the who's putting day the agenda and what people's, if you will, agenda is yep. <laughs> um, coming into that. That does have a place and a time. I, is it my favorite way to run public meetings? Not really. Right. Do I think there's any harm in what has been done and has it helped us to get to kind of where we are? I do believe so. Right. Um, so, I, you know, you're right. There is a lot of that and it's, it's sucked out a lot of our time, but I also think that it's helped us at least get an understanding of each other. Right. And there's progression that's being made. You make a really good point there with you begin to really understand where others are coming from. It almost felt like in the first meeting was a little bit this way but that there almost should have been like a, before we actually start our formal meetings, let's have just a discussion meeting because there was a lot of like, where are we even coming from? We've given this task, but what does this task really mean? And how do we actually go about it? And the first meeting covered that a little bit, maybe not to the full extent because it, there had to be some business that had to be get done. And that's basically the problem. If there could be a problem that there's always business. Do you think something like that could have been helpful? And is something like that, even something that would have been possible? Um, I, I, Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I think that in other committees I've been in like this, we've had that before, just that first meeting of let's just get to know each other. Right. And, and I think that was sort of the intention of the first meeting, but we probably needed to do that more. I, I, I do think there was a lot of value in that first meeting, sort of that three questions, because it allowed me to take back to the council as a whole and get a little bit of clarity from that group of what is your intention with this group. And we changed right. from being sort of an iteration of the human relations committee to being an ad hoc committee now. Right. And, and that was a, not a good clarity. And I, I appreciated that opportunity um, yeah. to, to, to make that clarification so that we're not wasting our time. Yeah. And that's really great because it did start out as an actual committee. There was questions of legality um, and whatever else. And then it changed to the ad hoc committee that you referenced. Um, some, some of the points that are being brought up are about the legitimacy, which we just talked about. Um, and do you feel like it was rushed to just start tearing apart the existing language of the ordinance or, or instead of really setting the goals of what the purpose of the committee should should be? Um, I, I think that within in our discussion last night, uh, yeah, I, I think that we were able to begin to kind of have that conversation about what the role of this committee yeah. should be. Um you know, the, the first meeting, we didn't really move a whole lot on anything. <laughs> right. Um, last night, I think we began to get into that and like, what are the goals of this? And if right. this committee exists, and I think there's still legitimate questions with yes. you know, like some of our membership and, and, and that's okay. Um, I, you know, I am a, a fan of watching the sausage be made, which is what's right. happening right now. Yeah. And so there's some really good debate going on there. What is the role of government? What is, what is the role of city? And, and, you know, should we do this? Can we do this? You know, what's the right way to do this? Right. I think those are all really good conversations to have. And yeah. I'm kind of excited about that opportunity to sit through that. And, and, and I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, there's a lot of really strong opinions on both sides Absolutely. of this issue. But, but I really do believe that, you know, when we can get together at a table, and there's just not enough of that in the world today, where we can get together with people maybe we don't agree with all the time, but try to hash something out and, and make some sort of a good product that can help make our mind on a stronger community. Right. And I think that's the goal, really. At the end of the day, 
every single person that's sitting up there wants Minot to be a stronger community. Right. That that that's truly the heart of hearts. They they might see different ways of going about it, uh, and all that, and that's being hashed out. You know, we're seeing the sausage be made, but but at the end of the day, we just want to see strong, Minot be the strongest community it can possibly be, and support the people that are in it. Um, a statement that I found interesting that's come up a couple times is the, when there is, it's, I don't even know what to think of this statement really, is when there's some pushback against, should we repeal the ordinance? Should we, should we, is this really a legal committee? Um, should we switch, switch tones? You know, even Lisa Olson, refer, Lisa Olson referenced it about, should we switch to a different playbook going to Jan's, working off Jan's? And it's, well, let's just get to work. And is there a feeling that some of the people that are on this committee that volunteered to be on this committee are trying to get out of work? Or is that just, where's that statement coming from, I guess? I, I guess I don't really want to yeah. um, speculate as to where people are at. Yeah. I, I think I said that last night, and, and that's just, if you know Scott Burlingame, that's the kind of guy I right. am. I'm a, you know, let's that's, that's just start doing something, start accomplishing right. something. And not that I was in the intention of, um, you know, limiting debate or anything like that, but I, I also understand believe that. sometimes... This is a Talk committee forever. and sometimes there's votes and sometimes you win your votes and sometimes you lose your votes and right. and you just kind of, you know, if you lose your vote, you take a deep breath and you get back to work. What's next? Yep. And so that was really my intention when I, when right. I think I said that last night, but that was just me being who I am, not necessarily yep. trying to assign agendas to any certain members. Right. Um, they can answer that question, I guess. But yeah. No, I, I, I get that. That's my intention. Right. No, I think that's, that's really good because I, I think at the end of the day, everybody probably wants to get to work and obviously we're not going to speculate on how they feel. All right. The diversity of the committee has been called into question last or in the previous meeting, August 29th. It was question whether or not it'd be di- it was diversified enough. Um, but if my understanding is correct, the way that the committee was formed was people could submit applications and then each city council member appointed one person to the committee. Um, so it seemed like a pretty fair process. Um, do you feel like the committee is diversified enough? Do you feel like the could have been things done better so i mean anytime you do anything in government there's probably ways you can look back in monday morning quarterback and say hey we should have done this, <laughs> right on that but we are where we are I, I think that the ideal of having um representation kind of people appointed by each member of the council right. did bring some some political diversity some it ideological did. diversity and i think that is important and i also i think i said this last night that this committee especially the way it's formed now as an ad hoc committee is not the long-term Human right. Relations Committee. I think that right. maybe when we get to that, we're going to have that discussion over the next few Again. meetings. Should we work really hard at at bringing people that maybe don't look and think and and you know pray exactly the same way I do to the to the committee? Right. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but for right now, it, it's a pretty good group. I think we're going to hash through some stuff and and uh, and you know and go forward. Yeah. So. It, there's been a lot of great discussion, and it seems like there's been a lot of good diversified discussion. And there's nothing to say that there can't be even more diversity brought by count, uh, committee members bringing in people to get some outside perspectives on certain issues and stuff like that, which would be a great thing as well. Well, and if you're somebody, and again, I'll go back to my experience within the disability community. If you're a person who's who's lived with a disability, especially if it's, a, say, a mental health issue yeah. or addiction or something like that, um, you might not be the most comfortable sitting there as we are hashing out some of this stuff. Right. But rather, if we can hash it out and kind of give you a more clear direction on here's what your roles and responsibilities are going to be, it might be a more welcoming environment for, for folks from more diversified backgrounds to come in. So Absolutely. I think that, you know, again, you know, I've used this twice now. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. It <laughs> right. is what it is. Yep. And so I think our best challenge now is that as we move forward to 
um, create the best opportunity to create better diversity on the committee or uh, if there is a committee in the future. Right. Yeah, absolutely. In the meeting on August 29th, there were three main topics that were to be covered uh, on the agenda. One of them was the name of the committee. Another was creating the objectives for the committee. And lastly, creating officer job descriptions. Um, it was established that the committee was going to be called Human Relations Committee, which is just remaining the status of what it was previously. Uh, there was some menial discussion on that. Felt like there was pretty good agreement on on whether it should be called that. I mean, commission was brought up. Got a little bit into the words of it. Do you feel like a good decision was made there? Yeah, I think so. And and I think that uh, I mean I appreciated the discussion. And right, we get into a weird discussion. I don't want to say weird, but yeah, nuanced to say around. Um, difference from a committee versus a council and right um and you know the reality is we interchange them quite a bit and so right. i think it's fine the way it is and, yeah. and i'm looking forward to moving on to the the next step so right yeah uh, absolutely and so once we got through that then we went to the and by the way we'll take a pause here i thought you did a good job being chair and i'm not saying that just to slap you on the back uh because you're here i, I really did there was times where you said hey let's get going let's and you took took time to hear everybody's opinion but i just wanted to say that well, and I, I sincerely mean that so <laughs> that was that was I, I do chair another committee but it's not quite as as heated in debate <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah that was my first time doing that so i appreciate hearing that so right so this the second uh topic or item was going over the actual objectives of the committee and so council or actually not council, but committee member uh, Miranda Schuller, she made a motion to use a verbiage that was actually suggested by Councilman Mark Janser um, in a previous uh, actual city council meeting, um, which was pro provide leadership in areas of civil rights to promote respect for all people and identify areas of concern of civil rights in Minot and make recommendations to city council and to adhere to local, state, and federal law regarding civil rights. Um, there was some pretty good discussion on this, um, and this was probably where a lot of the time of the actual agenda items took place was on this topic. Um, eventually, it got revised to include human rights and civil rights, uh, just to be a little more encompassing. Um, I think that one thing, though, that we can talk about is the importance of listing every, all, all people instead of listing, listing out the different groups. I think that was a really good move that was done. Um, and I, I would really like to hear your feedback on how you feel about that and how important that is. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, it was, it was an interesting kind of process as I got to that point. Um, and, and it's one of those things where perhaps if you'd asked me prior to the meeting, I would have maybe pushed a little bit harder for, you know, maybe naming certain yeah. historically marginalized classes or protected classes. Right. But as, as I sat there and I listened to the group and I wanted to try to get us to a good point, I, I do think that's important because beyond the fact that the definitions that exist now in those, um, we don't know what we're going to hear. Right. And, and, you know, we could find out tomorrow that there's there's a group that we're not thinking of that really doesn't feel welcome in Terra Minot or a group that maybe feels like they're being discriminated against. So so I just think that being able to say that and, and you know, and understand the fact that most of us sitting around the table, around the dais yesterday, understand that there are some some, you know, like I said, historically marginalized or, or um, protected classes. We all know that. But rather than getting so stuck in the weeds on which ones are and which ones aren't, let's just say all. And if, if somebody feels like they're not welcomed, somebody doesn't feel like they're mm -hmm. they're being able to fully participate in our in our in our world. Or if somebody has a unique story to tell, right. I think that's very important too. Like my experience, I, I learn from listening to people that aren't exactly like me. Yeah. So if somebody has a story that they can tell like that, I think that's important for us to kind of listen. Right. So. Um, 
it was brought up by one of the committee members by Mike bless him, something about doesn't want those words to then become weaponized against people or businesses for in his words not putting the right sticker on their window is there a potential for that coming from this and I honestly don't know it's an interesting point so my my vision and again I I can only speak for my vision absolutely um, is that this is not an enforcement mechanism um, okay. And I know that as we went through a lot of this, this kind of four month debate around this right. that kept coming up, I don't necessarily, I think that, you know, the word education did get with me. Yeah. I think the only education we could do is if somebody who does feel like they're being illegally discriminated against, we can say, here are the places you can turn. Right. You know, in North Dakota, you can go to the North Dakota Department of Labor, Division of Human Rights, if that's who you want to talk to. That's the only education part I see of it um, as far as like enforcement. Right. Um, in fact, that's, the, I think, the right way to handle those type situations because we have no enforcement mechanism. Right. What we have is the ability potentially to to raise the level of debate around issues, to right. raise the level of awareness. And, and I think there is real value in that. So I, I don't necessarily, you know, if somebody, um, you know, doesn't put up the right sticker, or does yeah. put up the wrong sticker or whatever, um, we can talk. I, I, I yeah. think that, you know, sometimes uh, public discourse can, you know, be a good way to, to – address some of those things, right. but I don't necessarily, I, I'm a big fan of in general, shame is a pretty horrible motivator. So yeah. I don't really want to do that in no. my not. I definitely don't want to see that being on the front page of the paper. Right. Um, you know, this might not, this committee of the Minot city council shames such and such business right. or such and such yeah. person. That's not what I see. But what I want to see is more along the lines of, you know, we, we maybe identified an issue and we talked about it and we just, right. you know, maybe smooth it out a little bit. Can I give you a real life example of, yeah. of where I think this can happen? So if you go back to 2022 or 2020 and, yeah. you know, after the, the George Floyd incident and the Black yes. Lives Matter and, and, you know, our country was sort of on fire at that time. Right. And all over, and, you know, the day before, if you remember right in Fargo, there was the, uh, the protest that unfortunately ended up turning into a little bit of a riot and there's yes. some property damage and some, and, and, you know, that was just such a, a, a time in our country that was, so unfortunate. Well, yes. that didn't happen in Minot. And part of the reason that didn't happen in Minot is um, the leaders of our, our of the, the BLM rally, um, uh, yeah. rally, we'll call it a rally, okay. I guess, um, event at Oak Park met with the police chief and they, they okay. talked. Yeah. And the police, and they said, we're going to keep our crowd under control. And mm-hmm. The police chief said, we're going to keep our folks back. Right. And, and we're not going to interfere. And ended up being from all accounts of people. I wasn't there, but I've talked to people that were there. They mm-hmm. said it was a great event. It was people. Interesting. You know, um, you know, taking advantage of their First Amendment rights that they're right. absolutely guaranteed in absolutely. our Constitution and, and protesting what they felt was a, a problem, um, getting having an opportunity to use their voice and have their voice heard, and we didn't have any of that, that you know, negative impact that happened in other right. parts of the country. That happened because of human relations. Right. So that's the kind of stuff that I think that when we talk about stuff, when we develop relationships, we can avoid some of that, for lack of a better term, garbage that happens yeah. in other parts of the country. Right. And, and I think that would also define the word respect that's being used there too, because there's enough respect between the two organizations to have a conversation, to respect each other at a level. Cause that, cause a question that I had was how do you define respect when, when you're saying, when you're saying you need to show respect to all people, different people are going to have yep. different levels of respect, different ways of showing that. Um, and there won't always be an agreement there, but that's probably a great example of also defining that. Yep. Yep. Just, and, and then listen to each other a little bit. Right. And, and that gets so hard. And it, and again, as I said earlier, we live in such a divisive world where oftentimes, you know, items are kind of broken down to very bite-sized little talking points. And and us humans, we're actually kind of messy and we don't really fit well into that. Yeah. So kind of moving beyond that a little bit, I think is very important. Right. Something you said, um, 
you don't view this as an enforcement committee or whatever. Um, that's something that's also interesting to me as well. So it's, would it would it be more of like an awareness? Like this is a committee whose goal is to bring awareness to these issues of how we could better support them? Or I, I think, yeah, how we can better support people and then what kind of struggles might be happening in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh you know, I, I think that uh, I mean, uh, I know a family here that's a new Americans and, and yeah. their experience in Minot is maybe a little bit different than people who have lived here their whole life. Right. Um, so maybe we listen to what was it like when you first came to Minot? How can we make Minot a more welcoming community for you? You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I talked about a lot when I was running for office was just we have to make Minot a more welcoming committee community because yeah. we've got so many jobs. And, yeah. and, you know, this family that's new Americans fill about seven jobs in this community. Wow. Well, we can use a lot more of those people coming in and, and filling right. some of these jobs. I know there's a lot of discussion around the Ukrainians that recently came here. That's yes. another example. So so really kind of listening and, and, you know, what can we do to make things better? But also the flip side of that is that, you know, is there things that maybe they're perceiving that's incorrect about our, our community? And, and can we can we talk about that? And there's times right. where that can go the other way too. It's not right. always about we're all in wrong, but maybe they're misperceiving things or exactly. their, their vision of it is is maybe different than what ours is. So Right, yeah. I, I mean, if what they're misperceiving is a part of the goals of what we're doing, then it just is something where it could, there could come down to a potential where someone just is not the right fit for their family in our community. Right. There, it could be that. Um, very good. Um, we talked a little bit about the civil versus human rights that was discussed. I, I felt like just including the both, it, it felt like a little bit nuanced uh, as was used earlier. Um, d- did you feel that way? Um, I, I think it's fine because right. I, I think that we heard about like different people hear civil rights and think one thing and different people hear right. human rights and hear another. And so when in doubt, let's just include them both. Right. And, and that's fine. And, yeah. and I think that the intention remains relatively the same. And right. there are other words too that are, sometimes used interchangeably. Yeah. And they do have slightly different meanings, but I don't think that the difference between them are, are significant enough to spend a whole bunch of time trying to pick one or the other. <laughs> right, one. yeah. I found some definitions, and of course it feels like there's moving definitions for both of those. Civil prohibits discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. Human rights are rights inherent to all human beings regardless of race, sex, nationality, ethnicity, language, religion, or any other states. Status, excuse me. So it... They're trying to say the same thing, but they're going about it two different ways, and I, I think it was a good move for you guys to just include them both. Um, that brings us to the point, third point of the, the agenda, which was the officer's job description. Now, this is a point that got tabled. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't actually, and part of it was, I mean, you guys are doing a lot of work in 90 minutes, especially yes. with the discussion that's being had. And so there's difficulty getting it all, all done in those 90 minutes, so kudos to you guys for that. Um, so you guys were against a little bit of a time clock on this one, but in the discussion, there was a recommendation, um, by councilwoman Lisa Olson to repeal the current ordinance and then work off of a council members, council member Janser's, uh, proposal that he had put in one of the last city council meetings on the human relations committee ordinance. Um, so there was actually when that a recommendation came. There was actually a motion on the floor already by Schuler uh, that included the officer job description, membership appointment, term vacancy, how patients, how positions were elected, the terms that they served. There was already motion on the floor, so nothing could happen. Eventually, Miranda Schuler's motion died because it was a split vote, four to four, so it could not carry. Um, and this is, I'm not going to talk a lot about that because I feel like that the the job description is going to be figured out, and as it's 
it's really not important. It's important for the committee, but it's not important for our discussion today, right? Sure. Um, what was interesting to me, though, and I wanted to get your perspective as chair of this meeting, was in the hurried state, it felt like motions were dropping um, and getting thrown just trying to beat the gun. Sure. And it was a really interesting thing because I was start my heart rate was almost speeding up because it's like we're we're five minutes till the till we run out of time we're we're three minutes one minute we got one minute to figure this out, um, and what was interesting to me was once that motion dropped by Schuler, there was an appeal. Basically, Lisa, do you want to go ahead and? put forth, it, I don't think it was directed directly at her, but it's in her direction. Do you want to go ahead and put in that as a motion? And immediately there was another motion that was said, no, let's just go and table this discussion and let's adjourn. Couple questions on that. One, sh- should there just be an agreement put in place? No new motions after five minutes? <laughs> it it <laughs> probably s- wouldn't have been a bad idea, to be honest with you. Um, and and uh, we are trying really hard with this group to respect the time. Right. Yeah. Um, and and that was and and you know it's just it's not a bad idea at any point to be like we're going to stick to a time period. And, and I think so that's you're, good. You're not wrong. We probably should have. Um, you know, I was pro- you know as chair at that point probably trying to be to get a feel for the room to yeah. be. You know, look, is this something that everybody agrees on? Cause right. What I want to do is get a setup best for the next meeting. Absolutely. And, and as soon as 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 Miranda made that motion, I was like, that's probably the right direction to go anyway. So right. I was just trying to get a feel for it. But you're right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that you know. Honestly, at that point, tabling it, shutting down the meeting, moving on, starting a new place, giving us all right. a chance to kind of think and stuff was probably the right move. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think that was good. I think that what's interesting is because of the time though, there wasn't even much discussion on, you're talking about the previous stuff we, we analyzed, we went through this like almost word by word. Right. And then because we're up against a time, we got pulled into a vote on Schuler's motion. Um, it felt like quicker than what would have normally happened and that was not your fault that's right. just the, the way that the meeting was over, yeah it's time to vote yeah it, it is time discussion was over but it also was we got five minutes so in these next five minutes we can either continue to hash this out or we can try to go a different direct i don't know and i, I really don't feel like i'm not trying to throw shade at you because oh, no, i don't i don't feel like it was that at all that's not my point my point was i it felt a little bit weird it, it, can you guys go over 90 minutes we could um we're, we're just really, really trying to stay with it. Yeah. And I, here's the other thing, too. When you get into, because of, as you mentioned, we're, we're spending some time going through some real yeah. know, some real good discussion and right. almost going word for word. And I actually kind of like that. I'm, I'm a right. little nerd, so I yeah. appreciate that discussion and everything else. And, and honestly, at some point, you're just tired. <laughs> and, and I think we were tired Imagine. at the end. Even yeah. if we had said we're going to go another half an hour, I don't know that our production would have been all right. much better because yeah. – we were tired. And sometimes right. it's better to take that information, go back, do your work offsite, yep. you know, make and prepare points and stuff like that and come back. And we were probably at that point and hindsight being 2020, I think that probably would have been yeah. a better decision at that point. But I also wanted to, I'm only the chair um, yeah. or, and, and I wanted to get a feel for the rest of the group. Cause if it was also a point that just nobody cared about, right. maybe we could have passed it Let's that keep fast going. because yep. some, there is going to be a few of those. I don't think there'll be many on this committee, right. but um, there's gonna be a few of those things where it's just like, yeah, that's good. Right. You and <laughs> it was also interesting because it was the first meeting that everybody was in attendance. The, the other one, people had a remote in and it, that yeah, w- there was a lot of technical nice. difficulties. Um, so I feel like those ones that were not there the past were a little bit, it, it, no insult to them. It's just they were a little bit, weren't able to be as involved in the previous one. And so they were getting into the flow of how things were going. Um, so I'm sure the future meetings are going to go even a little bit different yep. um, as people get a little more comfortable. Um, 
what what do you see the goals for this for this committee? We're, 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 we've hashed out what happened on August 29th, but just in closing, what do you see for the goals for this meeting? What would you like to see come from it? You know, I, I really want to see it going along with the fact that we do have such good diversity on this group, at least ideological diversity. Yeah. I really would like to see some kind of a, uh, a recommendation based on that that diverse thought right. that comes forward to the council. Um, really, I mean, you know, I, I think 1976 is when this last ordinance went in, and it's been decades since it's it's met. Um, I, I think that it, we're safe to say that that ordinance's time has has passed. Right, right. <laughs> but but if there's the, if there is a new place for it, I think we can decide that as a group, mm-hmm. make a recommendation to council, and, and it, if if there is a place for it, that it it operates in a way that. Um, best meets the needs for Minot, North Dakota in the year two, 2023, right. going into 2024. Because, yep. um, you know, and, and that's something, too, that I, I continue to talk about is that we have all these national things kind of pushing down on us and right. putting pressure on us. To me, uh, I'm just not as interested in that as I yes. am in what can we do here. Right. Um, I, I joke about that. Um, you know, I wasn't elected to solve problems all over the world. I was elected to solve problems in Minot. Right. And so that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and if there are problems that exist here, let's have these conversations. Um, you know, and we talked about, you know, lack of employ, lack of people to work is, right. is a problem we have in Minot. That's yes, we just do. undeniable. So, um, you know, lack of, we hear a lot of times people talk about, you know, maybe, maybe it's not the most fun community. Well, mm-hmm. we're never going to change our weather, but that doesn't mean there can't be like, you know, building an effective fun community for people to live in doesn't matter. Right. So we can have these conversations and, 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 you know, I, my hope is that when we're done this committee, maybe it's just a slight um, answer to some of those things. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll close with this question. How do you feel like it's gone so far? Do, is there good progress being made, do you feel? You know, I, I think that getting through that first meeting was probably the most important because I think that that's where um, we had to get to know each other a little bit. Yeah. I think that we needed to, you know, some things needed to be said and, and kind of put out there on the table. I felt like as we got into the meeting last night, um, there was a little bit more of a, you know, understanding. Right. Um, and, and, and hopefully a respect. And, and I, I hope we continue that. Right. Um, we're not going to all agree on anything. Oh. And we shouldn't agree on everything. That doesn't right. mean we can't sit down and, and talk and, 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 you know, again, agree to agree, agree to disagree sometimes. Sometimes you're going to lose a vote here or there, but yet you, you still get back to work. One thing that's really positive is there was discussion had on both the first two main agenda items, but at the end there was unanimous votes of approval. Yes. Well, uh, so there's been motions that died. There's only been one that was split, but typically when they died, it's pretty much unanimous as well. There was a couple that weren't in the first meeting. But but what I, my point is this, that typically we want this time to make a decision. People are generally getting on board and saying, hey, let's this is working and there's good discussion that's positive. You know, Jonathan, I think that that's going back to, again, as I talk about like the the in the push from national issues d- mm-hmm. down to us, um, is, is creates this world that we're like so divided and, right. and, and in some ways we are, but you know what, when it comes down to brass tacks, we're a lot more alike than we are different. Right. We all care about our families. We all care about our community. We all care about, you know, we want to have a, hopefully a good job and maybe a little bit of money left over at the end of the day to yeah. have a little bit of fun. That's, that's really what we do. And, and, uh, and you know, the rest of it isn't quite as important if we can agree on a lot more than we disagree on. Right. Absolutely. Well, s- Councilman Scott, I really appreciate you taking time to do this interview. It's been really good, really informative. Um, anything you would like to add? No, I appreciate the opportunity to get up and chat, and, and congratulations on everything you got going on here. So. Yeah.
Appreciate it. Well, thank you for watching another episode of Mine That Matters here at the Dakotan and sponsored by Shock Safe and Lock. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and follow along for some more great content we have coming your way. Thanks and have a great day.